Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy 2.15 and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton. And welcome back this week. Uh, I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And um, our other host, uh, Danielle and Pam, are out this week. Uh, so it would just be um, myself and Michael. Uh, we can do it today, right? Right. Um, so today, well, let's go ahead and um, can you open up in prayer? Say a word All of prayer right. for us. Father, we thank you uh, for the many blessings you sent our way. We thank you for this uh, plan of salvation that was given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ and the works that he did at the cross to give us eternal uh, life and life after after, and more abundantly, uh, and that we uh, study your word and learn from your word and that the listeners will get it, be encouraged to study the word, rightly dividing the word of truth. And again, we thank you and we love you, Lord, uh, and in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. And uh, we do want to welcome that uh, we will have um, our other co-host, Danielle, joining us um, in future um, uh, broadcast. Uh, So today we're actually talking about um, a lesson we were going to start last week, but we did have a question that went, took up the whole program, which is great because we do want to make sure everyone understands this is a... um, online Bible study. So we um, like our dialogue that we get with our Facebook live. They're listening right now. They're able to message us while we're talking on the air. Uh, And it's nice to get uh, their questions um, in as well, um, live as we're talking. Uh, So we always like to um, have that dialogue going back and forth. Um, So this week, we're going to be talking about understanding the total blessings of grace, the power of God's grace. Um, But first, right before we came on the air, um, within the past hour, we did get a message to our Facebook. Um, So I'd like to see if we can go ahead and start with that question, and I'll read you the question. Uh, It came from one of our listeners, uh, Cynthia, and she asked, Uh, She says, two sessions ago, during your discussion of God's omnipresence, it was noted that we can also claim Psalm 23 in this age of the body of Christ. Would you expand and expound more on the concept of claiming and what we can claim as the body of Christ, particularly from the times past? And that's from Cynthia. There might be a little bit of misunderstanding. The, the, um, I don't think I meant to claim it, but Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, that is to the nation of Israel. And that was a, a, a song of David. And he was speaking um, to the nation of Israel. Uh, Israel is always referred to as sheep. And it's like in... Um, uh, Christ is the the good shepherd of the little flock, which is the true Israel, 
and 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 they're always referring to them as sheep. But we um, we have to understand we have to rightly divide the word of truth. And before creation, God had a plan for Israel, and He had a plan for the body of Christ. And those are two different dispensations. Uh, maybe you can understand if if you have a house. And this house is built on a foundation, and that foundation is the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ is the head of that house. And on one side of the house is the nation of Israel, and which is the earthly kingdom. And on the other side of the house is the body of Christ, which is the heavenly kingdom. So one is earthly, and the other one is heavenly, the body of Christ. And that was before, uh, that was planned before creation. So the true Israel is the little flock, which in the millennium will be ruling with Christ on the earth, and the body of Christ, the today, today and today, this age of grace, the body of Christ will be ruling with Christ in heaven. So we're in the same house we have. Uh, we have the, the same head over the house, the same foundation, but we have two different um, positions. One is earthly and one is heavenly. So when we're claiming things, remember that the, uh, the times past is for us, but it's not to us. It's for us to learn, to, to understand how God was dealing in that dispensation. Today, the age of grace, Paul's epistles are to us. So that's where we get our doctrine from is, is from Romans through Philemon for the body of Christ, the doctrine for the body of Christ. And then ages to come is uh, completing the prophecy that was to be fulfilled with the kingdom and, and the earthly kingdom and uh, judgment and whatever. So I hope... Uh, Hope that helps. If it doesn't, ask again, and we'll try it all over. So. Yep, we'll try to see. So what you're saying is when, when we're talking about the times past, you're saying that is, that's for us, uh, for, our, for our learning and understanding right. of how God worked with everyone in the times past. And then now it's for it's um, that was for us, and then now it's actually to us because now we're all one. Well, the where uh, the uh, since Israel has fallen for a time being, everybody has to come into salvation the same way, whether you're Jew or Gentile. We all come in the same way into the body of Christ. This is individually. We come in individually. When, when Christ walked on the earth, he was talking to the nation of Israel. When the, Peter and the Twelve were ministering, they were talking to the nation of Israel. Okay. Okay. And, and that's earthly. And the thousand-year reign of Christ is earthly. But we're heavenly. Our blessings are spiritual. Uh, Israel's blessings are earthly blessings. Okay. Okay. 
All right. So, um, and and if uh, and if we answered but didn't quite answer, uh, definitely drop us a message. Uh, in if you're in our Facebook Live, um, go ahead and drop a message. That way, we can definitely tackle that question. Um, and definitely like to answer questions. We like to have that dialogue uh, since this is technically um, like a, a Bible study. So we're studying together. Um, uh, so we do appreciate that interaction that we have on Facebook. Uh, and speaking of that, that's our, um, if you go to facebook.com forward slash 14th Street Online Bible Study, that's where you would find us at our Facebook Live to be able to join us. All right. So thank you for that question. And um, so now we're um, going to get into the understanding of total blessings of grace. We've been talking about uh, being ambassadors um, for probably the last, what, four or five um, programs. Uh, We've been talking about how to be an ambassador. And now we're going to understand the total blessings of grace. I'd like to say one thing about uh, in times past, the Lord Jesus Christ is our Savior and our God. He was, he walked on the earth physically, and now he was resurrected, and we we follow his teachings through the Apostle Paul, through the Word of God. Apostle Paul was received revelations from the risen Christ, wrote it down in the epistles, and we follow God's Word, follow God's teachings. Okay? Um, the understanding, the total blessings of grace, um, the power of God's grace. I want to note one thing here, the ministry, ministry operations for works after we're, we're believers is the written word of God, the indwelling teaching of the spirit, Pastors and teachers in sound doctrine, rightly dividing the word of truth in sound doctrine, and the local church as classroom and laboratory. Okay, so we have a we have a body, we have an organization in the body of Christ as a group, where we come together in a group at the body of Christ. So, if I can go backwards, just a just a minute there, uh, Dad. So, when you're saying ministry operation from works. You're not meaning the works that we have to do because grace is free. Grace, that's, this is the grace. We're, we're not saved by works, but we're saved to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. See? So that's what this means. The, the, the works is the written word of God. That's where we get our instructions from. Okay. And then the indwelling teaching, we, the word is presented to us. Then the Holy Spirit is in us teaching what that, what the word is and what it means. And you have pastors and teachers teaching sound doctrine. And of course, we're all teachers. Okay. And then you have a, a local group that gets together, whether it's four or five or whatever it might be, uh, get together and they fellowship in the word. Okay. Kind of like what we're all doing right now. Right. That's mm-hmm. right. Let's go to uh, Titus 2, 12 through 13. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We're talking about this time we're living in. 
looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what we're looking for. We're waiting and looking for this, this uh, great hope, and that's the return of Christ or, or the rapture of the church is when we're taken out. And that's our glorious hope. And that hope doesn't mean hope it's coming or not. It means a promise. Okay. Um, as we study, as we study the word of God and, and, and walk in the, in the word and walk in, in faith, we have to understand God's love for us. And, and we look at the cross to find that. Okay. In Colossians 1, 19 through 29, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, understanding the total blessings of grace, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him, I say, whether they be things in the earth or things in heaven. So I was telling you in the beginning when we answered that question, we have a heavenly in the same house, we have the heavenly and we have the earthly, okay? Mm -hmm. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your minds by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. For ye continue in the faith grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven. Wherefore I, Paul, am a uh, am a made a minister. And this, um, we need to understand what the gospel covers, and we may have a lesson later on on, on describing these. Uh, uh, these different different uh, terminologies, so you understand what the grace is. Understanding the privilege of grace and responsibilities of that position. And that was what we were talking about in the beginning. We have a position since we're in it. Mm -hmm. We do have a responsibility, and we do have a position. Yes, and um, and and still, as far as understanding the power of grace. Uh, like in Colossians 1, uh, 24 through 27, it says, Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery, which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And, and that actually goes back to our question from Cynthia, whereas we were talking about what times past means and now, because it's saying that even now the mystery has been, that was hid from ages, from generations, is now made manifest to his saints. Yeah, and that's understanding the power of grace, mm -hmm. and the and the um, 
if Paul reveals now, so we can understand times past through Paul's revelations from the risen Christ, now we understand. Mm-hmm. And we understand um, what grace is and what the gospel is. Mm-hmm. Um, go back to Colossians 1, 28. Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Jesus, in Christ Jesus. Perfect meaning mature. We should be, we should learn, be learning uh, and studying the word of God, rightly dividing the word of truth, so that we become mature believers, mature saints, and understanding biblical purity. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Of course, that's Paul speaking. And then understanding grace in our walk, uh, we learn from Colossians 2, 2 through 6, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the fullness assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. So that's understanding grace in our walk. And then it talks about um, when you go down to Colossians 2.3, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. This is Paul speaking. And from there, we're going to come back and go to Ephesians. I want to share that with you. Uh, We'll be right back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. 
Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now, back to Why Paul? And welcome back. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And definitely, as we heard the phone number to call in, if you have a question, um, uh, Michael, maybe sometime we can have a, a little promotion where uh, we have um, some books that we can give you if you call in, uh, ask your question live online or give comments. We, you know, whether it's questions or comments, we'd be glad to have anybody call in and join us here as we're talking live um, on Why Paul. So as we go back into understanding the total blessings of grace, uh, we were left off. I was going to start with Ephesians. So actually, uh, one of our Facebook Live uh, listeners also posted um, for us to look at Ephesians 1.19. So I'm going to start with that, and then I'm going into Ephesians 3. Um, and 1.19, actually, I'm going to start at 18 to kind of give the reference of what we're reading. Um, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. And then that brings us to the Ephesians 3, 16 through 17, uh, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. So grace is the motivation and spirit and power in the, wor- in the word that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that ye being rooted and grounded in love. So that's, that is our motivation as ambassadors is the grace. Yeah, that's good. Very good. Um. Let me go to Colossians uh, 1, 9 through 11. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. When we're, when we're praying, we, and what we seek, we need to seek what, what is God's will. Mm-hmm. A lot of people pray, well, what is God's will for my life? If you find out what God's will is, you'll find out what his will is and how to operate in that. Uh, Verse 10 here, that ye might walk worthily of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. He wants us to increase and study and, and understand and rightly divide the word of truth and understand it and allow the Holy Spirit to teach you uh, how to walk in this in the word. Strengthen, uh, verse 11, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience 
and long-suffering with joyfulness. And, and I'm going to jump in there real quick. Jump. Um, okay. <laughs> jump. I'm done. Um, so, um, and I had heard on Sunday um, talking about, you know, when we're praying, um, you know, we're praying for God's will to be done. Uh, we pray, you know, Lord, uh, please bless me with this promotion at work, uh, you know, different things. So also we reminded that, you know, we're praying for God's will but do we accept what God's will is? So if we don't get that promotion, do we get upset? Do we get, you know, because we're, if we're ambassadors, um, we've accepted God's grace. So in that, when we're praying for God's will, we accept his answer. Just like oh. as children, when we ask our parent, can we have that ice cream cone, you know, and wow. we can't have the ice cream cone, but our parent knows why they can't have the ice cream cone before supper you know, but how you, do we accept but that? But you have to understand, you have to be praying in, in God's will. Mm -hmm. And uh, that prayer may not be valid because the most important thing is your spiritual growth and, and your neighbor's spiritual growth. See, those praying for a job or whatever, uh, that's because our blessings and stuff we always have to understand our blessings are spiritual. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those are spiritual and we need to understand what to pray for. And, uh, and we can, we learn those in Paul's writings in the epistles of Paul. So you have to be careful what you're praying for, because it may be wasted prayer. So, so you understand that? Yeah. Um, and, and what are you, what are your, you know, it might be changing the subject a little bit, so sorry about that. But uh, when you say it's a wasted prayer, to many it, that wouldn't understand what you mean by that. It doesn't It doesn't have any value. It's uh, because there are more, more important things, uh, things that are um, temporal, mm -hmm. praying for things that are temporal uh, when, when, because we need to understand who we are in Christ and what we have. We're heirs, heirs of God, sons of God, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We have all the spiritual blessings offered to us or given to us, and we should be content in those blessings. And it's, it's not promising us good times on this earth and all that, because it kind of promises we're going to have hard times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but we, we need to be spiritually minded, heavenly minded, because that's where our citizenship is, mm -hmm. and be content in the position that we're on, have on this earth. Yeah. So my prayers, my prayers for you should be that you grow more and more in spiritual knowledge and understanding, and you're able to walk in that and have this progressive uh, sanctification and uh, those should be my prayers mm -hmm. uh, and, and and understanding the word of God in practice and, and living it um, and, and, and then that's all eternal mm -hmm. so um, so we have to be careful what we pray for and and because we want to, we want to if we 
if we if we know God's will, then we'll know what to pray for. But you, but you go through all of Paul's prayers uh, in Paul's uh, Romans through Philemon. You go through all those prayers; they're all for more knowledge and more understanding and and uh, those type of things. And, and, of course, those are all spiritual because our warfare is spiritual. Let's go on here to Hebrews uh, 4.12. For the word, word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of a soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is discerned of the thoughts and in, intent of the heart. So, so the, we get our power from the Word of God. The Bible is our sword. In 1 Thessalonians 2.13, for this cause also, think we God without ceasing, because when ye received the, the Word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the Word of men, but that it is in truth the Word of God, which effectively worketh also in, in, in uh, you that believe. And uh, I'll go to you back, Michelle. Yes. What happened yes. to you? Did you pass out or something? <laughs> Sorry. No one ever comes to my door ever until this moment. So, And then they keep ringing, ringing, ringing. So, Sorry about we that. Didn't, we didn't hear any ring. Good. I maybe yeah. I thought maybe we have to send an ambulance after yourself. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I'll tell Sorry you. about that. Yeah. So we didn't mean to knock you out, you know. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't mean to answer my question, and then I ran away, right? Yeah, right. If you didn't want to hear the answer, right? Be careful what you pray for, and pray in the will of God. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Back to five and four. I thank my God, making mention of Thee always in prayer. That's what Jesus was just talking about. Yeah, yeah. Praying for, for them, not for their uh, earthly goods and all this stuff like that, Cadillacs and bank accounts and jobs and all that. We need to be praying that they become more and more like Christ. Mm -hmm. And on this, this, uh, this sanctification, this progressive sanctification, they grow and they live in the where they're uh, what they learn and what they're taught in sound doctrine and they grow in it and grow in it and grow in it mm -hmm. and they're progressing up and up. Okay. Philemon six, uh, that the communicate that the communications of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing, which is in you in Christ Jesus. So this, we take the word, the word of God, Rightly divided, rightly dividing the word of truth. We take it, we study it. We just don't read it. We take mm -hmm. it, and we study it, and allow the Holy Spirit to to work with that in our lives and to grow. and And that's our goal: is to be more Christ-like and yeah. to have the mind of Christ. Okay. Yeah. And all the other stuff, it'll take care of itself. Yes. Uh, and um, and then also speaking in 1 Corinthians 2, 6 through 16, um, 
talking about how we're speaking as well. It says, how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Yeah, I think we're going to have, um, I think my, I might do a study, or we may do a study on, um, on the uh, terminology, terminology such as uh, things that we need to understand what, what it means, and then we will be able to understand this, um, the gospel and mm-hmm. grace, and, and do a study on uh, the meanings of the definition of righteousness, mm-hmm. imputation, Justification, grace, redemption, propitiation, faith, remission, forbearance, reconciliation, and sanctification. And if if you and it's really important for a believer to understand the terminology, what that what those definitions mean, and they will really bless your heart. So yeah, that would be great. And then um, so I'll definitely work at getting my. Uh, dictionary ready to, you know, help get all of our terminology, uh, dictionary Bible. So, yeah. Yes. So that, and, and that would be great because as we're, we're ambassadors, we're going out spreading the gospel. We need to understand what the terminology means. We, yeah. We need to understand what happened the day I believed. Mm-hmm. What happened to me? Say. So, the day I became a believer, the day I believed the gospel, and the gospel means more than the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. What is involved in that? Yeah. So that'd be a great study for us to do as well. Okay. So I'll go back here to Corinthians uh, verse 10. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches. You've got to be careful of that but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. But the, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can they know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord? that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So we want, we want to have the mind of Christ. We want to know how he thinks. We want to know what our responsibilities are. We want to know what 
this glorious gift that was given to us, what it involves and what it's, uh, the power of it and, and uh, how it affects us eternally. And, and there's so much that we want to know. And there's so much given in the word of God that gives us an idea of what's going on. So. Yeah. And understanding and, and kind of going back to what we're, we're going to work on getting a lesson on um, those definitions, because when we're, when we're sharing the gospel uh, you know, we go out on the streets. We've been out on 14th Street, um, you know, in St. Louis there right behind you in that picture, yeah. um, you know, and sharing. Um, I think it was AJ that we talked to last time. Uh, if we went with these big words, like you said, propitiation, I think was one of the words you just mm-hmm. mentioned. How is that going to help? Yeah, so that- if we understand what it is, we can better explain you know, talk to someone about that, that doesn't understand that. Yeah. Our responsibility is to teach them mm-hmm. what that means. We don't, we don't pass it by because nobody understands it. We teach them what it means. Yes. Yeah. So definitely. Uh, so that, that'd be a great lesson so that we can, you know, help do that. Um, teaching it so that everybody understands. Um, of course, um, you know, from, from God, to the the word from God is to us, but the Holy Spirit is the teacher. And we're going to talk about that more when we come back from break. So we will be right back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel you are listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 
That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Michael R. Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now back to Why Paul. And welcome back. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm uh, your host, uh, Michael Mix. And uh, Pamela Lampton is out this week. Uh, so is our extra host. We have another co-host, which is Danielle Law. Uh, she is out this week. So hopefully they both uh, will be able to join us back here again soon. Um, and speaking of, you know, of, of our listeners, uh, we do want to thank our supporters of this program. Uh, and your financial support that always allows us to present the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if, and we are uh, not paid, we're none, um, we're volunteers, Uh, no one's on any payroll. So if you would like to support us or contact us, you can always uh, send letter by mail, old fashioned, uh, to 14th Street Ministries Incorporated at 366 Woods Avenue. That's Newark, Ohio, 43055. Or email us at michaelrmix at 14thstreetministries.com. And so when we, um, we left, we were um, just beginning to talk about from God to the word to you, the Holy Spirit is the teacher. Uh, so in Ephesians 4, 11 through 12, it says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So grace gives us knowledge of the mystery. So at that time that, you know, grace is uh, the, you know, the death, burial, and resurrection. So at that time, that is what has given us that um, opened up that mystery, gave us the knowledge of the mystery. And so we have um, Titus 2.15 that says, These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. So the power from the Holy Spirit travels by indwelling the believer and is then released through the word. And in Colossians 2, 4 through 6 says, And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. So, is saying that the biblical purity ministers to the lost and to the body of Christ. That's right. You you give sound doctrine, teach sound doctrine, learn sound doctrine. It ministers to the body of Christ and to the lost man. Go back to that um, part where uh, it goes from from God to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. In times past, God would go directly to a person and give them a word or whatever. But in the body of Christ, he goes, the risen Christ goes from the revelations to Paul, to the writings, the epistles of Paul, to the writings to us. So it's indirect. It goes from God to the word of God to us and taught by the Holy Spirit. Okay. And would you, would we say that, um, 
that is why we say that the word the word of God is live. Yeah, that is alive, and it's 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 our total authority. Mm-hmm. And and it's um, it's the word of God. Every word in it, actually, from from Genesis to Revelation, every word is God's word. So when when we're reading when we're reading the word when we when we quote uh, scriptures, it is God speaking. And I think that's even. Uh, we noticed how live that it is because when, you know, many books, you just read the book. Um, I've read all of the Little House on the Prairie books. Uh, you read the book and you've read the book. If I go back, it's going to say the exact same thing that I had already read. So generally, most of our books on our shelves, we're not going to go back and reread, reread it because we've already read it. And it's not going to say anything new to us. But with the word of God, it is live. So if I go back and reread something in Thessalonians, it's going to read, you know, it's live. So it can, the Holy Spirit can um, have me understand something new. Maybe it's pertaining to something that the reason I'm reading it, um, and that stands out for that time, if I'm explaining that correctly. Yes, given the word gives you power. No other book gives you the power, mm-hmm. the power that the Word of God, because God wrote it. It's His Word, and there's power in it, and there's salvation in it, and there's also condemnation. Mm-hmm. But there's but there's but there's a solution for that condemnation. There's a solution for that sin, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's the good news. Yeah. Let's see, let's go to Hebrews 8, 11. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least to the greatest. And he's talking about in ages to come uh, that the word of God will be written in their hearts. They won't, have to be, they won't need to be taught. And they won't need to study. It'll be written in their hearts. Mm-hmm. And in First um, John 2, uh, 20, but ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. In other words, he's saying you're going to know all things because it'll be in your heart. In First uh, John two twenty seven, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you all things, and is true, and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. And then you go to First um, Thessalonians 5.23, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So our redemption is, is our soul, our spirit, and our body. That makes a complete person. And, and that's all going, when Christ returns or when, when the rapture comes, we'll be a complete, a brand new human, a brand new human being in a brand new creation. 
note that sanctification, our position in Christ, our, prog uh, our progressive sanctification, we was talking about before, is our walk. There's three, three levels when you're when you're saved, when you when you believe the gospel, you're sanctified, and there's three phases that sanctification. Immediately, you have a, a position in God, in sanctification, and then that's heavenly. It's in the heavens. Our citizenship is in heaven. And then we have a pro progressive sanctification, which is our walk. And as we, as we study the word of God, rightly dividing the word of truth, and we walk in the knowledge that we're receiving, that's, that's uh, progressive sanctification. We're always moving up. Continue on. And our ultimate sanctification is at the rapture. When the rapture comes, then we're now complete. We're, our body, soul, and spirit is all one in Christ. And, and now we're totally sanctified, okay? And, and I think that it add that to our uh, definitions, uh, mm -hmm. sanctification, uh, because, uh, you know, as um, when I was in uh, college, uh, Bible college, we, I think that is what, um, you know, made it difficult to understand. Uh, the college talked a lot about sanctification and so in my young mind, I'm assuming that meant you're perfect. So they always talked about getting, uh, being sanctified. And I think at the time, I didn't understand it. So it became very frustrating to me before I truly understood what grace means. Um, and that, you know, once I've received the grace, I can't lose it. It's not by my works. But I got confused by the sanctification and that actually took me down the other way saying, you know, I'm not worthy. I'll never be worthy because all the teachers saying they're sanctified, I can't be perfect. I don't know how they can be perfect because we all have a thought that goes through our head. And so it kind of made it kind of depressing, I would say, yeah. as yeah, a college student. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And they were, and that was something you could never accomplish and, and to their what they call it, they'd say, well, you have, uh, seek a certain, seek a second works of grace, mm -hmm. saying that you get sanctified, sanctified holy, and you're not uh, capable of sinning anymore, which is a lie of the devil, say, because yeah. we know we have this sin nature in us yet, and uh, we're not totally sanctified. And, mm -hmm. and to be totally sanctified, you got to be in heaven. Yeah. So you got to be out of this body. So, yeah. So that, I think that might be a good one as well as to go over mm -hmm. so that if anybody else has heard that, because that, that just makes you feel like, well, I can never do that. So it's not, it's not worth pursuing because I can't be that way. I don't know how they are, you know, how they never have, you know, any thoughts or anything. So that was confusing as I was growing up about 18, 19 years old. Um, and, you know, kind of, you know, uh, gets very frustrating or kind of depressing as a teenager to think I can never get there, not knowing oh. that that isn't what I needed to do. 
Well, and they were always teaching that you could lose your salvation, mm-hmm. which is another lie. Say, yeah, and and so you are a uh, in that state. You're one miserable Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh-huh. because they're telling you you have to maintain your relationship with God, and if you don't do that, you're going to end up in hell. And and I know when when I was first saved at eight years old. I was saved, but the pastor patted me on the head and says, now go out and don't do any more sin or else you end up in hell. So, At eight, eight years old, you had a long time to still go to try to, yeah, right. <laughs> to try never to sin. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. And, and knowing that I sinned every day mm-hmm. and I'm saying, well, apparently I'm a bound for hell because I'm, yeah. I, I'm sinned, you know. Right. And I didn't and then, know that yeah. Christ had already paid the price. So. Right. And uh, just as as we're closing out, understanding the total blessings of grace, I'm going to read uh, 1 Corinthians 6.11. Okay. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. So knowledge does not come direct from God to you, but through God's word, the Bible, that it comes to us. And and, and, you, and you just read there in First Corinthians six eleven mm-hmm. that was against everything he was taught. Yeah. Okay. So and, and such were some of you, but ye are washed, mm-hmm. but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Christ did it all. So there was yeah. nothing we could do, absolutely nothing we could do. It no. was all the works of Christ. At the cross. And so the gospel that we as ambassadors want to share. So uh, right before we uh, leave this week, um, if we can review one more time, gospel is our death, burial, and resurrection. Um, Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. Yeah, Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. And I'm thankful, uh, you know, that my Heavenly Father sent His Son to die on the cross for me that gave me uh, my life. Um and um, so we'll definitely uh, be back next week. We're going to, we'll have a, a new lesson that we're going to go over. Send your questions in. Go to facebook.com forward slash 14th Street Ministries. No, actually, it's 14th Street Online Bible Study. Send us your questions. We thank um, Cynthia for getting her question in very quickly this, this evening, and we were able to uh, answer the question today. Um, so we thank everyone for joining us, and we will see everyone back here or listening next week. Thank, thank you. you for joining. You have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com. And please join Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program.